probably filming on my SD card. I knew you were too. That's my dog. I knew. Alright. <laughs> but we here. We here. And we here. Camera one, camera two. What's up with everybody? It's your boy Deshaun Forrest. It's your girl Moriana Jack, Moriana. aka Mo. Yeah, aka Mo. And this is unrehearsed. If this sound like I don't really know what I'm doing, hence the title of the podcast, Unrehearsed. We don't really know what's gonna happen, right. but we know we had that. <laughs> we had that inspiration. Right. We wanted to do it, and sometimes you just gotta act quick. And yeah, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. I'm excited for unrehearsed because we're about to talk about transparency too. So oh yeah. Today's the day we've been waiting. Yeah, we've been waiting. The people have been waiting. So they tell me, bruh, transparent too. For those that don't know, if you're new to the channel, if you're new to just everything I have going on, Transparent 2 is a brand new album I just released on July 29th. So just this past July 29th. And Transparent 1 was released. Has it been two years yet? It's going on two years. It'll probably be two years by the time this episode drops, no lie. But that came out uh, like September, October, or something like that of 2020. I can't remember none of these days. <laughs> but yeah, so we finna get into it today. So obviously you have a lot of music videos that you've been yeah. doing. Um, so I purposely didn't want to touch on those ones because I feel like those are going to be the ones that most people get to just hear you speak about. So I wanted to really touch on the ones that aren't going to have music videos. Okay. Which I don't know all of it, but okay. as far as I know, like for example, trust issues. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Oh. So sad. first of all, the title, because that's the very first song on the album. It is. So like, why is that the first one? Why was that the first message that you wanted to give to the people? Hey, yo, that's a fire question. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta think about. It. So, um, man, there's a couple ways I can answer that. Right. So like. Um, I always like to open up projects a certain way, okay. um, especially if, like, if I'm telling a story, uh, which I've been doing on the past two projects. I like to uh, either start you off with something that hooks you in, or just something that's just like a nice little dope intro type of joint. And so, the trust issues when I made it. I remember I made the beat, and the beat super simplistic, so I made it real fast. I just knew, like, okay, this is my opener, because it's something simplistic. I know I'm going to rap over it. It's going to be, like, it's not going to be, like, super deep and necessarily in, like, concept. And so when I wrote, I was just kind of writing, like, I'm just kind of writing. I didn't even know it was going to end up being trust issues until the very end. And even then, on the song, I never actually say the phrase trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, you don't. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and so creatively, it just made sense because it was like one of the challenging, the tricky parts about Transparent 2 was actually just sequencing the tracks because it's like I'm telling a story musically and I'm also going to be telling a story visually. Yeah. So certain songs I have to use to set up the next arc of the story instead of the emotions and all of those kind of things. And then trust issues was just a, a good way to establish the fact that I'm not okay, if that makes sense. Like, something is going on. Yeah. You don't really know how deep it is, yeah. but that's the perfect way to, you know, trust issues. If you got trust issues, you have a reason to have trust issues. No one just wakes up 
not trusting. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have a reason to. So that's pretty much why I kind of started off first. I love that. Can I bring up some of the lyrics? Yeah. Okay. Cause your lyrics be like, oh, okay. I keep having to stop and meditate. I'm like, say la. Like, okay. come on, somebody. <laughs> so, um, so there's one where you said, I'm telling you all. I used to put myself to sleep and say, God, don't, don't you wake me no more. Like, can yeah. we talk about that? Yeah. Cause that was so deep. Like, I just yeah. couldn't get past that. Cause I was like, he really just said that. Yeah. So. And it, it really is cause the line before it, it says, uh, even with logic and doctrine that sounds so even with a good head on my shoulders i used to bring myself to sleep and say god don't you so yeah uh i was by this point you know just in case someone watching that don't know but if you have been following you know um i was suicidal i was under depression and so when i wrote that line is you know i i come from a happy home you know i don't come from a dysfunctional home i don't come I don't have a bad childhood, you know, I did my best to hang out with the right people, you know what I'm saying, and so, I've, i done things that were ideal, you know what I'm saying, just try to do everything right, and, you know, as far as the whole Christian lifestyle goes, I've never really fought against it, because I always, it always felt right to me, and then, of course, I started having my own experiences with God, and then I was like, okay, this absolutely is right, and so, when I wrote that, it was kind of like, Man, even with all of that context, I still was like, yeah, I ain't trying to be here. Like, God, yeah. take me out. And I wrote it like that because as Christians, for y'all that don't know, I'm a Christian. So is Mo. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> we know what happens when suicide happens. It's pretty much like you seal your fate. And so that's why I say even with logic and doctrine, so even with a good head and sound doctrine from the faith side of things, that sound, I still somehow found my way like, yeah, I'm chilling, I'm done. Even though I kind of already knew, I already knew what the consequences would be. And so, yeah, long um, answer. <laughs> thank you, no, thank you. We like long answers, come yeah. on. And then, and then I got to touch on this other one because I was like, oh, like we're all out here calling people out when you're like false teachers was speaking oh. over my life and calling it God. Please talk about that because that was just fire. Oh. That's the reason why I just really didn't get a video. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, how do I want to say it? Well... You said false teachers speak my Yeah, so, dang. Maybe you could just simply talk about just false teachers in general. Like, what did yeah. that look like for you and when you say that? Well, like, what was your experience in that? We we know in the, 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 us Christians out there, we know in the Bible, in Deuteronomy, I believe it's 18, um, right when God is really like establishing the law and everything and all that kind of stuff. It talks about like prophets and like how you know if a prophet's actually sent from God. And then God lays out like, okay, this is how you know if a prophet's really speaking for me. If they say something gonna happen and it happened, then you know it came from me. If they say something's not gonna, uh, if they say something is gonna happen but it don't happen, then you know that it was false. And so I was kind of, and thing is, you don't always, you may not always know it in the moment. You know, some stuff is just obvious, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can just, you know, sometimes you just got to wait and see. And so, but oftentimes what will be said is 
good things, things that you genuinely would want to happen. Right. And so you waiting to see, but at the same time, you're kind of buying into it. Okay. And so, but when it don't happen, then, you know, trust issues. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you start, then you're hurt from that. Yeah. And so... There were a lot of things, I won't necessarily go into them, but there were a lot of things that were said that um, were good things that anybody would want, you know, but they ultimately didn't come from God, you know. Like, for example, (laughs) someone says something, this was one of the moments where it's like, oh, I obviously know this isn't right. But um, someone says something, you know, thus said the Lord God told me to tell you type joint. I was just like, okay, you know, just bringing it to God, right, type thing. Literally the next morning, I'm just flipping through my Bible, and I land on Deuteronomy 18, where it talks about how, you know, and that's what kind of, that was like God's way of saying, like, yeah, that wasn't it, you know what I'm saying? And the reason why that's significant is because during that time, I was typically reading stuff out of the New Testament, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't diving into much old let alone Deuteronomy, you right. know. <laughs> oh, like, let alone Deuteronomy. Right, come on. And so, but yeah, that's where that that line came. From, that line came from. Dang, come on, yeah. that's good. I just want to stay on this for two more. Yeah. So then, with ahead. that, would you say that at some point, with those words that were from false teachers, but that were good things, did you feel like you started to conform to that, or in a sense, almost try to make it happen yourself? At some point, where you're kind of like, oh, let me like help God out a little bit, oh, or would you say you were just like, nah, God, like it's all you, like I'm gonna sit back. I mean, you definitely, because it was like the things that I was getting was actual like desires of my heart. You know what I mean? That's why I say it's like real good things Dang. and stuff, um, and to just and the natural sense in order to make those kind of things happen there is a certain work that you would have to put right, in yeah. and so yeah you know I was buying into it I was buying into it because there was nothing but good intentions and there were really good things you know it's not stuff like money or a big house you know you know prosperity gospel type joint, but it's like real things that I that anyone would want in their life Yeah. but you know perhaps it just wasn't the right time mm-hmm. but yeah, to answer your question. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. like so good. Which made the fall hurt a lot more. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Alright, next one, walk away. Walk away. Slightly uh, <laughs> Ah, So let's see. Letting me grow through the pain, though I felt apprehensive. Oh, I, I thought was, you was going to finish it. I was not. Would you like to finish it? Go. Because I'm no longer the same and not quite sure how I'm different. I thought you was going to finish it. That part got me. Because I'm no longer the same and not quite sure how I'm different. Yeah. Like, I just want to talk about the growing through the pain part. Yeah. Because I think that, in general, us as people, we always have this perception of pain equals bad. You know, and just every time we go through stuff, it's like, why me? Like, what's going on? And it's very hard for us to accept that pain is actually a beautiful part of life, even though it doesn't feel good. Yeah. But you also said how it grows our character and things like that. So can yeah. you just touch on that? Or no pain, no gain, like they say in the gym. <laughs> you know, if you're not actually physically in pain, then your muscles aren't good. But um, letting me grow through the pain, it was like, a, you know, when we deal with those kind of hard things um, it's natural to want that instant relief oftentimes that pain is necessary 
um, because it'll teach you some, you'll grow through it and all of those kind of things. And so for my situation, I obviously wanted that instant relief and got upset that I wasn't getting it, um, which kind of could segue into we might be here longer, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But, um, but it was like, because it was very intense, like an intense, sharp, sharp pain. And I kind of I, I felt it. And so God alleviated some of that sharpness mm-hmm. of it, but still left the remains like, okay, you're going to actually have to kind of deal with that. Wow. You know, this, this is for you to deal with, deal with it, grow through it. And it was tough because it's like, like I said, in walk away, you know, I, I felt I was changing. I even heard a voice said that at the end of this, you're not going to be the same. And so I felt myself changing and then also like some other bad things things that i perceived as bad was going on so i'm thinking to myself well i'm changing but it don't seem like i'm changing for the better yeah and so i kind of panicked <laughs> when i was writing that line because uh-huh. i was like i'm changing i'm not the same but now i'm not quite sure exactly how i'm different it just doesn't yeah. really seem like the old me anymore but uh yeah <laughs> and then can we you did make a music video to that i did so can we talk about what was the inspiration because you had a lot of different stories yeah in that music video which like really drew me in yeah. i was just like wow there's a lot of different stories happening in this video a lot of stuff happening yeah so we shot that video yeah we we for surely shot that one after we shot a moment's time and um if you haven't seen a moment's time you won't get everything that's happening in walk away mm-hmm. And so, but with me and Brandon, shout out Brandon behind the camera. <laughs> what me and Brandon wanted to do was tell that walk away story, but from three different perspectives. Okay. Like me personally, I always, because it's a breakup that happened in a moment's time, I always wonder what happened if we broke up a later. Mm. You know, and hence the single father with the kids. Wow. You know. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't connect that at all. That's so good. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, because that one was always in my mind. It's like, man, if we probably would have stayed together, then broke up, there probably would have been some young children involved. Wow. And it would have hurt a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And then we also added the uh, friendship betrayal aspect as well to also just fill in that gap. But um, that was our pretty much our main angle. And then you see with me in the video, you kind of just see me kind of throwing out old stuff, but also looking through old pictures. But the focus really is kind of taken off me a little bit. Okay put more so on like at least how I perceive it how I look at the video I think the single family gets that uh gets a little bit more of a shine yeah. which is kind of how I want it to, to be because a lot my character development for that particular arc happened in a moment's time you know so it just felt like okay now let's just tell the story in three different ways because there's a lot of different walk away type of stories out there wow. you know and so that's why we kind of took the focus off of my myself and then put it on others while still naturally working myself back at the end to let the person know like okay he's the main character in this overarching story and so but just for this one it kind of take the focus a little bit off and shout out to my uncle that's my (laughs) uncle and my cousins he bodied that he he bodied that he's never acted before and Everyone's like, oh, let me, you know, let me get it a bit, let me get it a bit. And I'm like, I would have never guessed. Yeah. Like, cause it was just so natural. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I was impressed. And like, he, he just, he just, 
he just killed it. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, dude really just killed it. Like, when he kicked that stool, when he kicked that stool, Brandon wasn't even ready for that. He kicked that stool and the camera shook because Brandon wasn't even ready for that moment. And so he really, he really killed that. He nailed the father. So now since we're on your videos, it just made me think of the question. Why do you keep ending it with cliffhangers? Why do you keep doing that to us? <laughs> like the people want to know. Like even in just walk away, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, the end was you was it you I threw the ring. You threw the ring. Threw the and ring. I'm just yeah. like, whoa, like yeah. hold on, you know? And so it's just like what what makes you end it the way that you do? Um well, in the world of film, too much resolve is not a good thing. Okay. Um, I am just about as much inspired by filmmaking and storytelling as I am by music. Okay. And so it's like another passion of mine. Okay. And so um, I know resolving too much. You don't want to over-explain. You know what I mean? You don't want to over-resolve. because story it's, of my life. Right. <laughs> I do that all the time. Right. And, you know, in, in film, it's, it's better to just, it's always better to show than tell. You can tell some stuff, but it hits better when you show like I, if I, if my character said, "Yeah, I'm letting this go," then be like, "Okay, cool, he's letting it go." Okay. But he threw that ring. Yeah. So which means, like, bruh, letting it go. He threw the ring and deleted the picture. Yeah. So that for walk away, that's why. And it's just, uh, you gotta end with a bang, honestly. Oh, <laughs> like the one that really got me though was close the door because I was like, was that a pregnancy test? Indeed. And then I'm just like, is this literal? Is this figurative? And I just was like. I need to talk to this man. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, for close the door, that's for surely a pregnancy test. That was crazy. That's for surely a pregnancy test. I was just like, wow. And I think a couple folks was like, you trying to tell me something? And I was like, no, relax. <laughs> that part was just, I just needed to end the video somehow. Come on. But uh, for close the door, that one is like, uh, not only was it just, I thought it was a really good way to end it, but it's like, my whole, my character, or at least our, the couple, which is the same Beyonce couple from a moment's time, it's just a different girl playing uh, my girlfriend. Um, we were literally playing with fire the entire video. And we established in, um, in the prelude that we shot for it, the, the fact that we were supposed to do things differently. That's why we shot the prelude to establish that dynamic. But the, for the music video, we just playing with fire, you know, and just caught up in that little loop and trapped by our emotions. And so I wanted to end it like that to show that if you play with fire, you'll get burned. Man. You know, and she didn't even take the test. She just, it's just there. You know what I mean? Ooh, I did not get that. It's just, what? it's just there. She's like holding on to it, you know, because you can see, because I'm not going to throw in that lead. And then she says, I'll be right there. And she just walks yeah. out. So she's not in the middle of taking the test. She just has it like in her hand. It's just there. So there's probably some concerns. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, you play with fire, you're going to get burned. And that's why, that's why I wanted to end it like that to show that there's consequences for literally everything. Yeah. No matter like what stage of life you're in, you're, there's consequences and stuff. Yeah. I'll ain't nobody you. pregnant. I ain't got no kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for clarifying. We're all a little concerned. We're like, okay. Yeah. Ain't nobody, I ain't got no children. My grandmama was like, is that going to be my new granddaughter-in-law? I said, no. It was just, just ain't nobody pregnant. Ain't no kids. Grandma, <laughs> ain't got to worry about that. Yeah, my grandma like, don't be lying to me, baby, now. Come on, come on, come on, tell me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Once More. Yeah. That was a very joyful, very uplifting song. 
And so I just have a specific lyric. Yeah. So it says, no hope for life, but I put myself out of the pit of my mind and I addressed all my heresies. Yeah, yeah. No hope for life and I put my, the, ah, what I said, no hope for life, but I put myself out of the pit of my mind and addressed all my heresies. Yeah. So what were these heresies? I was heresies. very curious. Yeah. I'm just like, what was it's, that? It's, what was it's, that uh, it's uh, errancies. 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 So uh, mistakes. Oh, yeah, wow. like errors, errancies. Um, so I uh, pulled myself out of the pit of my mind and addressed all my errancies. Um, I've been trying to get those lyrics up on Instagram and it's just not working. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> The frustration? Yeah, because okay. it's like I got all my other songs up there, but a moment's time and once more, it's like not happening. So I got to wow. figure that out. But um, addressed all my errancies, it's easy um, if we get caught up in some more whatever happens whatever bad situation we get caught up in it's easy to point the finger Mm. you know um and in my situation i got caught up in stuff you know i had good intentions and everything but got caught up yeah sometimes it just happens and so but there's always a role that you play yeah you know what i mean it's 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 like a two-way street kind of thing it's always a role that you play in your own downfall if you will yeah and so addressed on my errancies it's like i'm big on like not running away from the harsh conversations the harsh truths and getting through the traumas and all of those deep things and so i wanted to after having let go i wanted to see what did i do to add to this what did i do to like put myself in this pit that I had to climb out of mm. and I, I, I had to I had to I had to pretty much swallow the, the harsh pills and like okay yeah wow. you know maybe I was too into my emotions and not listening to logic maybe I wasn't listening to God as much as I should or whatever the situation may have been you know you just play a role and you know you you may not necessarily be it may not necessarily be all your fault, but there's always a role that you play in it. There's always a role. And so I just wanted to see what was the what did I do to contribute to this? Dang. And then once once I started doing that, it's like, you know, like I said, it builds character. You start really learning about your patterns and your habits. And you start learning about the things that kind of make you take, make you go. And so you start learning your ways and you start learning okay what to look out for you start understanding feelings a little bit more situations a little bit more you know what i'm saying what makes you what exact situation makes you feel some kind of way type of thing and then you also learn a lot of good things about yourself you know what i mean like if i you know say i was going i was a ride or die before the wrong thing okay the wrong thing is a wrong thing but the good trait is i'm a ride or die (laughs) So what if I'm a ride or die but for the right, right for the right thing? Right. If that right thing take off and it's successful, whatever it is, then it's like boom, look at your commitment. Yeah. Being able to like dissect and analyze and discern those things. And all that comes for me, it was through a lot of like prayer and fasting, but not being afraid of like looking in the mirror and like really seeing what's there. Sometimes you want to look in the mirror and just see the good stuff, but it's like you gotta look in the mirror and see everything that's yeah. there good and the bad and so that's what I was kind of dealing with it's like let me acknowledge the good right. that's easy that's gonna take the less time acknowledging the good because it's good and you move on to the next thing but when you acknowledge the bad 
you acknowledging the bad that's there, and then you also got to figure out why it's there, mm-hmm. how it got there, yeah. or how to get there, what contributed to it, how long has it been there, has it always been there, did it start from a situation, and then it just goes into other things. But yeah. Wow. Okay. Man, that just made me think of revenge on the soul. Yeah. <laughs> Man, because there was a lot going on. There was you, and there was like the evil. Yeah, you, red eye. And man, I was dope. just like, whoa, like what is happening? And yeah. then you're just talking about just this internal battle yeah. that you're having with yourself. Yeah. Like, um, we talked about this on the phone, but um, one thing I really wanted to. I just really want to do I never want to like run away from like the human experience of this walk in life I love that yeah and um, you know in, in our space our Christian space we know about spiritual warfare right. you know it's the it's polar opposite sides you got the good extreme good extreme evil yeah. but here we are in the middle yeah. which is like a, 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 a interesting combination of both mm-hmm. you know what I mean and so what I naturally just wanted to do was like okay we understand what the good is we understand what the bad is but what does the effect of that spiritual conflict have on the person and which is why in revenge on the soul you got the the red eye me which i think it's just like a dope character i want to turn it into like some kind of super oh you should powered individual with some anime or i don't know i could see that yeah like a quick little mini cartoon or something right it's so um Yes, yeah, which is why you see that version of me, and then you also hear the the voice of reason, which is like God. And then when it comes on, it's like a light starts to shine. But then you also see me, gray jacket, blend of the black and the white. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The pure white, the the evil dark type stuff. And then you see it, the impact it has on me. You see me kind of going crazy, and especially as the music really picks up, I'm really just kind of losing it, yeah. and all of those kind of things. And talk about cliffhangers we ended the um because it's revenge on the soul and i was considering suicide my efforts of getting revenge on just like the situation really would have just been the my own undoing which is how it ends why it ends the way it does but uh yeah I, I really wanted to show that and it's the same with close the door too because it's like if you know you hear the lyrics it's like I say that I want to correct the course. If you didn't see the prelude where I'm saying like we want to do things differently, I'm saying in a song I want to correct the course, yeah. but it's like I'm caught in this trap. The knights take yeah. over by force. You know what Sun I mean? Is down. Sun falls. I guess that means it's time now. Yeah. I wind up right when it's time to wind right. up, and so I wanted to show the effects that I that it has on the person because he knows what to do, but he's getting caught up in doing stuff that he knows he shouldn't. So how does this affect the person? So then how would you, how would you decipher when it's you being driven by your emotions and like you being driven by what's right? Because I feel like that's something that keeps like coming up a lot. It's like, okay, like I know the right thing to do, but then it's just like, even in Close the Door, you were talking about that. You're like, my emotions have me bound. And it's just like, ooh, like. Right. It's always at work because, uh, you know, I can pinpoint moments and close the door where it's like his emotions is talking mm-hmm. and then in the next bar okay now this is his logic okay you know what i mean but um you said like how do i i'll I, I slow no it's okay like I, yeah. I i feel that i'm more asking 
like should there be a balance there like be a when balance? it comes to logic and when it comes to emotion or should you just completely disregard your emotions because because you said emotions have me bound yeah. is it just like okay just shut up your emotions and just don't feel what you're feeling and just do the right thing or how would you well there's there's definitely there definitely should be a balance in just life in general because we have the ability to think with logic but we are emotional creatures mm -hmm. you feel and uh, sometimes it's really good to listen to your emotions okay. um, especially when they've been building up mm. and then also times there's mom moments where it's like ignore your emotions you know what's right so go off your logic but um, I think even though Transparent 2 is musically and visually an emotional thing his logic is at play because even though he wanted to kill himself in Revenge on the Soul he doesn't so he listen to something somewhere he, he yeah. used his head and like even all throughout close the door it's like you know it's like that logic you know it's fighting against what his emotions are saying and um and then of course by the time you get to the end of the project you see that he's better off yeah so you know somewhere you know he listened to the right voice yeah. and started doing the right things to, to build him up but it was just i think emotions really get bad if you just like allow yourself to get led by it too much Okay. You know what I mean? And that's really what was happening. Like, Revenge on the Soul, it was like, he's driven by anger. We know anger is like a super powerful thing. Yeah. And then close the door, it's like lust. And then we might be here longer. It's just like that feeling of like depression and all yeah. those kind of things. Even when depressed, he's like, I'm fighting to get out. I'm trying to get out this place. Yeah. But it's just like, maybe it's just not time yet. So we might be right. here longer type of thing. So it's, it's really interesting that you bring that up because I have actually really didn't really think about it like that but definitely both of those things are at like work um and it's just an emotional project so it just seems very emotion heavy <laughs> but logic is yeah. definitely at work there because okay. he keeps himself ultimately yeah okay yeah. i think that's like so good yeah that's so good so then my next question is what will it take what will it take for you to love again like yeah. what will it take let the people know the people do the people want to know <laughs> the people want to know Hey. Like that was such an amazing song, but uh, it's just it's a really great question. I don't know when this podcast episode will drop, but we're shooting this. What's today? September seventh. It's the sixth. It's the sixth. That video is dropping at the end of the month, okay. and I've been wanting to drop that forever. I've had to push it back in favor of other videos, but I can't wait for that. Joke. But uh, I mean. I guess it just ultimately takes the right situation. Okay. I always let those, I've always let those things just flow naturally. I've never been one to like force the situation or force anything. Okay. But, um, so in a nutshell, it's really just letting uh, the right thing just naturally come along like how I've always done. Okay. And not necessarily like change up with the approach. Um, but that song is, man. Right, I was like, we're about to quote some lyrics real quick. Yeah. Well, actually, one thing that really stood out to me was when you said, it feels like my generation quits on love too fast, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, what made you say that? Just, yeah. I was just like, wow, like, he's talking about a whole generation quitting on love. Like, yeah. what does that well, mean? Well, What's your perception? There's a lot of ways we can dissect that. Because, like, when we know, we know the Bible says, referring to the last days, like, uh, the love of many will wax cold. Yeah. And so... There's that angle we could take, okay. and then we can also dive into how the divorce rates. It's like I think like majority of marriages, like divorce, is like 
I know it's been at least half for the longest, but it's yeah. probably more than that now. Yeah. But um, without getting too deep in that, I just feel like a lot of, and this is with, you know, I'm not, I'm, you know, guilty as much as the next person. I'm just as guilty as the next person. But um, I don't know if it's just today's world or maybe just American society. But mm-hmm. you know, the, I was like, let's talk about it. Yeah, mirth. But it's it's romanticized, and it's a great thing to have. I mean, everyone wants to be in love, but I feel like the part of love that is romanticized is the romance of it, mm-hmm. and not the work that goes to keep it going. Because you know, you listen to the song. I, I bring up marriages in my own family that are that are successful, like yeah. my grandparents. We all see in a video the grandparents I play. Um, me and Allison play. Um, they were together up until my grandfather had passed. So they were together over 40 years. Wow. Grandparents on my mom's side have been together over 50 years. My parents have been together over 30. Oh, wow. And so I've had plenty. And there's other examples of marriages that are still going, you know, 15, 20 plus. They're still going strong, 30, 40 years. And um, I feel like our generation, because cheating has been desensitized. Mm. And pretty much made a made into a joke. Right. Literally, like people make jokes about cheating and memes about it and stuff like that. And I feel like we don't get that far because we don't really know what it takes, or you know, we don't. You know. I understand. It's you like, know what I mean? Get so caught up on like, oh, we're going out to eat every day. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going here, we're going there. Yeah. But it's just like we're not having those deep conversations, like really getting deep. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, let's just open a whole can of worms because it can be so surface level. Surf, exactly. It's so surface level. Even after like knowing each other for a year, it's like, you still don't even know my middle name though. Like, <laughs> what's happening right now? Like, you right. still don't know, like, what's the, you know, one of the worst things that I've ever done in my life. Like, yeah. you still don't know what my childhood was like and like why I am the way that I am now. Yeah. So, and, damn. Yeah. And it's like, and, and me having been engaged pretty young I was engaged at 20 before it broke off like I was getting a taste of that work you know what it takes to make it successful but seeing all the different successful marriages I wasn't I'm not one to run for those things I already knew what I was trying to sign up for but I just feel like people our age it's just we're we're not we don't think like that. We just yeah. want we just want the romance. We want the sex before marriage, which we, you know God is against that, and but not the commitment. Right. You know, it's a it's it's a commitment factor. Yeah. You know, and then like the whole cheating thing, which is really foul. Yeah. It's one. It's one. It's the foulest thing you can do in a relationship. We've been desensitized to like cheating. We don't even really understand how foul it is. It's literally the worst thing you could ever do in a relationship along with lying and it's like when I say it's been made into a joke it's like it's like people it's like I have encountered people this is true story I've met people who expect to get cheated on oh wow that's upsetting and I'm like yo what the heck this is some of the wildest thing I've ever seen because me personally I didn't come up that way Mm -hmm. you know so to me it's like bro where are y'all getting this stuff from Mm -hmm. Who are y'all running into? Yeah. <laughs> Who y'all, run- y'all in the wrong crowd. You gotta get it together. Like, cause it's, and there's people that I know that's like, you know, it's just their their ability to go into that. It's just like 
light work for them. Just to be clear, we're not talking about toxicity, or are we getting there? I'm talking about just cheating. Okay. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, and so, and I just think is the effect that it has on our generation is that like if you, you know, how can you actually believe in a successful relationship, a long-term relationship, if we don't really know what that looks like if we're coming from broken homes and baby baby daddies baby mamas and divorce situations and we don't know how to look we all want love but we don't know how to look for it the right way yeah. and so that's why that and then, I mean that's that's a whole separate podcast that is all <laughs> that's a whole separate episode but like that's pretty much where that uh, line came from it's because like just the stories that I've heard and just the things that I've seen from other people it's like like bro what are we gonna look like in 20 30 years you know what I mean because people are just gonna we're gonna keep being fruitful and multiplying and so the next set of kids is gonna keep coming up in this stuff and it's just gonna be worse and it's like, I would wonder, it's like, does, who really believes in marriage and long-term 34 to death do us part type stuff, yeah. which is always said in vows, in sickness and in health, because it seems like everything's cool when everything's cool, but when it's the first sign of conflict comes, it's like, okay, I'm ready to skedaddle. I got yeah. my bag semi-packed already, been waiting for this, and then I just... Like I said, that's a separate podcast episode, but that's pretty much where that line came from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. That was, like, so good. That was good. Yeah. You, like, really got into that. Yeah, because, like, okay. like, me, having a wife and children has always been a desire of my heart. Plus, I've seen so many great examples of it. But, like, uh, I know many people that didn't necessarily come up like how I've come up. Yeah. And so, they don't really... You know, so in a sense, it could look like okay, maybe he's a little bit ahead of his years type joint, but it's like they they might say, oh, it's got a whole soul. It's like, well, maybe, but really, it's just like I've seen it done the right way. So, and if you know the right way, you're not gonna you're not gonna try to. What else is out there? Like, you're not gonna try to like do it any other way. Like. Yeah. If, especially if you see that it's possible and it lasts and then you know I mean it's just I've seen man, I mean my, our family my family has gone through some rough times my parents stuck together Yeah. you know you can't get to 30-40 years if you're ready to pack your bags and leave at every sign of conflict mm-hmm. and I just felt like everyone is ready to quit ready to bounce but you can't yeah. build nothing good if you're just ready to hop out yeah. all the time I just think it's just easy it's yeah. really easy. It's it, just, it's hard to like stick around. It's hard to stick around. It's hard to stay with someone. Yeah. It just is. And I'll honestly think another thing that that falls into is just the dating part that I feel that people don't date for very long. People yeah. usually, they, they, they feel that they've known each other for a year and they're like, okay, like it's good. Like it's perfect. Like I know you, but it's right. just like, you can't ever really know somebody like within a year, right. you know? Yeah. And so it's just like, I definitely feel that a lot of people don't want to invest. Um, and I do feel that a lot of people feel that it's very hard. Yeah. And so a lot of times people will say, oh, you have to choose your heart. But it's just like, I think people just 
come to realize, you know what, like I'd rather still be able to, in a sense, like I'd rather still be able to have sex and like not have a whole relationship. Like I know they're not emotionally available, but I'm okay with that because I'm out here try just trying to get my fix and like, yeah, I'm gonna go home and like cry my eyes to sleep tonight. But like, you know, like I'm okay. But I really think that, um, I really think that people waver in the, when they consider long-term commitment, you know, just sticking around it's just easier where it's like mm, like I could just pretty much let that person fill that void or vacancy that I have and then I could just like bounce and do my own thing and not have to yeah. stick around yeah. I think it I think commitment scares a lot of I, I, I think it I think it does yeah um, but it's like even even if they were to do it like okay I'm gonna get my fix and like go on it's still like sex itself ain't gonna fill that void yeah Boy, that's a whole other concept. I know. That's I was a, like, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other podcast episode. We probably we have to do, we have to do a podcast episode on just that type of stuff alone. But it's like, sex itself ain't going to fill the void because the feeling comes and it goes. But what, what people are really after is the stuff that sticks around. Yeah. You know, that stuff that has substance. But you got to put in the work for that stuff. You know, if you just give it, if you just get it easily... You know, it won't mean as much. That's you know what I'm true. saying? Like, yeah. if I just hand you a million versus you grind it for a million, right. you'd be like, yo, I grinded years yeah. for that million. I'm not going to waste that million. Yeah. I'm going to invest some of that right. in different ways and versus I'll just give it to you. Like, oh, you might fool around and blow it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but yeah, man, that's it's just, that's... And then that's, that's pretty much just where it came from. Is I just felt like I haven't seen enough of us want to do it, you know, and the the way of marriage and the right way. And especially these days, people are like, oh, man, that's old. What's the whole point of marriage? But everyone is trying to cop every, like, benefit of marriage without the full-on commitment and stuff, you know. And it's just... Well, like I said, we got to say that's another thing. No, for real. But yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, and so it's just, oh man, hurts my nerves. Hurts my nerves. But that's hurts your nerves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what else you got for us? What else is going on? What's coming out? Any announcements? Uh, well, just continuing to, just continuing to add to the story of the album. Uh, me and Brandon are actually about to go and shoot another video. This will oh, be nice. the last video. Uh, for the project and just same old thing just trying to take it up just trying to take it up and just trying to grind and just keep it going okay I've, I have found what it is that I want to do okay. in life and um making it a success is like my biggest priority honestly graduated school school's done let's go Appreciate how many degrees again <laughs> two let's go <laughs> PhD next no oh, I'm just nah, I'm chilling <laughs> I'm just uh, but yeah, it's just that's really just what it is. I'm just trying to honestly, like you, you know, we be on the phone. I'm just trying to make all of this a success and just uh, get to the point where I can see God's promises actually be fulfilled and all of those kind of things. And that's that's pretty much where I'm on. I'm always working on something. I'm doing a breakdown. That's another thing. Breakdown series. Break it down the whole album. I know we broke down part of it today, but I'm actually going to be. Um, I'm actually in the process of breaking down each individual song. Um, at the time of us shooting it, I just dropped the one from Close the Door. I know I've already felt we might be here longer and Revenge 
So I gotta edit those ones and get those ones up. But yeah, new merch drop. Come on, there we go. <laughs> new merch drop. New merch, whole new merch site. Come on. Uh, did away with the old site in favor of a new one that I linked to my official website. Link in, link will be in the description. It's also uh, link in my bio to it and Instagram as well. So yeah, just do you have any tour dates? Like, what's what's going on? Are we maybe, thinking about a tour? Are we thinking about maybe uh, a you know what is it called? You know when they have like a chill night where people just come, you know, and there's like a bar and stuff, and then yeah. like you know you just do your thing and perform, and people just enjoy the experience. Yeah, you and your music. Always, always on the lookout for just new performing opportunities. Um, Unfortunately, at the point of at the point of us shooting this, we're in the midst of a heat wave. So, right. one of the things that I had lined up just got canceled because uh, it was going to be an outside event, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like at least 110 mm-hmm. or 106, something like that. But um, yeah, just whatever whatever performing opportunities I can, I always try to cash in on. Okay. You know, because sometimes a few performers. I actually toured a little bit early in the summer. Okay. Um, did a bit of a summer tour. And uh, we did LA, Oakland, and Fresno. LA for uh, the BET weekend, which was great because who in the world would have thought? <laughs> I'd have been out there amongst people just like, man, like I, I felt like the East Bay area Antioch kid in there because I was like, I don't know where world did I get here. <laughs> oh, these folks just feel different to be Come around. On, I love that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, always working, always trying to perform. You can also book me through my official website. Gotta plug it. Forevertransparent.com. You can also book me through that site. Just fill out the form and uh, we'll be in touch. Come on. I love yeah. that. That's awesome. Well, thank you for your time. Oh, yeah. Thank you for your time. This is beautiful. Absolutely. This yeah. is unrehearsed. Are we doing this again? We should. We should really okay. do this again. I was again. like, what if he gets a new person? I'm oh, like, no. Because, like, when... I always wanted to do a podcast. Oh, okay. Um, me and Brandon have talked about it throughout like the past year, year and a half. And it was always about just things making sense and the timing of that. Okay. And also, of course, finding the right like person to do it with. Right. And so when you were talking about, oh, you should have someone interview you, and I was like, you do it. Oh my God, <laughs> I see this you do it. And then when you was like, oh yeah, we're gonna call it unrehearsed and I was like, yo. Like when I say I really like bought into it, and it was like, oh yeah, I can see it. Right? For this. I was like, this is good. I see okay. a vision for this. So I was like, yeah, unrehearsed. Unrehearsed. For surely. I like that. Okay. We'll do this again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a wrap. That's unrehearsed. That's, that's unrehearsed. That's unrehearsed. Is that camera still filming? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Here's the name unrehearsed. We don't know what we're doing. Right. But <laughs> that's unrehearsed. Uh, like, subscribe, follow me on all social platforms at Deshaun Forest. Go on my official website, forevertransparent.com. Links to all of that will be in the description. Links to the album as well. Links to book me. Everything is going to be in the description. Follow Mo on Instagram. Add voice to this generation. Yes, and make sure that you share people, please. Make sure that you're sharing the content. Make sure that when you buy merch that you're tagging him and that you're sharing it. Because if you can't support like financially, like just a share goes a long way. All right, fam? So we appreciate y'all. And if you really rock with this, then I can like link with the design team and see if we can come up with some merch. 
some some unrehearsed merch. Ooh, <laughs> throw it up know. on the merch, Come throw it up on, on the merch dude. site. But yeah, that's a wrap. Bang. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. <laughs>